It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. The enemy had to retrench. They had to come down with their objectives. What is taking place in Palestine, in Gaza, my brothers and sisters, shows how arrogant and stupid and helpless the Israelis are. What are they doing? They are killing people in Gaza. Children, women, most of the martyrs are women and children. That is Nazarella speaking. It's, is, is he done speaking or is this? Oh, yeah, we're just getting the translation now. And Nasrallah, who heads up Hezbollah, comes from Lebanon. He's the power base there, looked at as a hero in the region, did not declare war on Israel, said he knew nothing about the operation before it happened. Joel Rosenberg is the editor-in-chief of All Israel News and All Arab News and joins us now. Joel, I know it just happened, but what's your takeaway from the Nasrallah remarks? Hey, Brian, uh, good to talk to you from Jerusalem. And uh, it has been a brutal month, and uh, Sheikh Nasrallah... uh, I don't know why he gave the speech, because in many ways, there's really no new information in it. But the fact is, and he sort of confirmed it, they're already at war. This idea that he might declare war um, is uh, is sort of a non-starter for him. He considers himself, he has been at war with us for 30 years. He is at war with us now. And he's been accelerating, Brian. That's the the challenge. Hezbollah, uh, which is funded, armed, trained and directed by the Iranian regime is vastly larger and more dangerous than Hamas. And so the, the real issue that every Israeli is, is, is processing right now, Brian, is when do they start shooting their 150,000 missiles, far more powerful than the rockets that Hamas has in Gaza. So we're winning in Gaza. We will win in Gaza. But nobody here believes that you can actually, we can actually be safe without defeating Hezbollah. And I'll add one other thing as we begin. Iran is at 84% enrichment, as you know, of, of uranium. They only have to get to 90 to have fully operational nuclear warheads. So most Israelis are also thinking, well, if we win in Gaza and we don't defeat Hezbollah and we don't take out the Iran nuclear sites, we're worse off than we actually were a month ago. That's, that's where we are right now. That's a great point. And the thing is, too, Hezbollah must be looking at this and saying, wait, do I want this fight? They are totally mobilized on a war footing. They now have rationale. Instead of a probe that people would say that could be avoided, now they say, wait wait a second. Do we really want this fight? Because you could uh, – obviously Israel would take a pounding, but Israel should be victorious out of this uh, and could, could wipe out both terror organizations you know, this, this fall. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing. And we've been reporting at All Israel News um, and I've got a TV show on TBN called The Rosenberg Report. Tomorrow night, Saturday, we've got an exclusive interview with Israel's former prime minister and defense minister, Naftali Bennett. And I pressed him on these issues because I said, you know, every Israeli that I'm interviewing, whether they're in the military or former intelligence now or former or just regular citizens, they're like we we. We are facing literally an existential threat, worse than at any point since 1948 when seven Arab armies attacked us. But everyone here, I think, is psychologically preparing themselves, and this is what I talked to Bennett about, for the, for the idea that we can't just win in Gaza. 
no one in Israel is in doubt that we will, and we're doing a very, very good job right now at, at a high cost, admittedly, especially in international opinion. But you know, Brian, because you've been covering this stuff for years, Prime Minister Netanyahu believes that he came back into power after being removed by Naftali Bennett specifically to neutralize the Iran threat. And if you weren't going to do it now, when would you do it? What would be the moral justification? But, but the cost to Israel is high because Hezbollah's missiles and Iran's missiles are vastly more powerful. And we will, you know, but for the grace and miracle of God, which, you know, I believe I'm an evangelical Israeli, and I believe God can protect us, but you have to plan for the worst and pray for the best. But Israel could be devastated, even though we'll win. I, I hear you, uh, but you wonder how much more, how much worse will it be in two years? How much worse will it be in three well, I, years? Exactly. Well, the, the, one of the things I spent a day uh, last week for my uh, TBN show uh, on the northern border, and again, under rocket fire, missiles, attacks, machine gun fire, it was, it was quite an experience. And every single person on that border said, "We're never moving back here." If we win in Gaza, and then we de-escalate, and let's say Biden or the UN forces a ceasefire, like, and all the tanks go home, all the troops go back to work, all the U.S. aircraft carrier strike groups off the coast yeah. go home, what are we supposed to do? Uh, Hezbollah is 50 times bigger in terms of their army, and they've already told us 10 years ago they released formally, publicly, their plan to invade and conquer the Galilee, which is the northern area of Israel, right up to the Sea of Galilee, and kill everybody that lives here. So we're never moving back unless we fight this war. And that's something I think most people in the West, even pro-Israel people in the United States, have not processed because they're thinking, let's, let's help Israel win in Gaza and then contain this thing. No Israeli thinks you can, because now we've seen the barbarism, the demonic savagery. And Brian... I would say we, there's a combination of tremendous grief here, fear, but also resolve. I understand, and you understand that it's, it only lasts so long. The adrenaline and the feeling can only last so long, and you're worried a year from now you might have a temporary peace, but you have to look long-term. Right. It's, it's fascinating right. and so impactful who makes these decisions. Joel, continue to do your great work. I hope we can check in with you again. Uh, please do. I'll be your Middle East correspondent here for you. That would be Thanks, awesome. Brian. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a -a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.